Okay, hi everyone. Welcome back to the Ohio State Sport Management YouTube channel. I'm Joe. And I'm Mitch. And today's guests are class of 1999 graduate Chad Schroeder and 2018 graduate Courtney Klosterman. Both Chad and Courtney are on the team at Ohio State Sports Properties in Learfield IMG College. Thank you guys both for uh, joining us for this today. For sure. For having us. Um, we'll kind of hop in with our, with our first question here. Um, Chad, we'll start with you. Can you kind of give us a, a description of your career journey and kind of what your, your current role is like uh, with Ohio State Sports Properties? Yeah. Um, as you mentioned, Joe, I was a 99 graduate of the program and uh, was fortunate to, to spend a lot of time. At, well, my undergrad was at Ohio State as well. And so I had a chance to have a lot of involvement within athletics, um, which was a wonderful learning experience. And the time I was there is when we were actually opening the Schottenstein Center as well. So some unique uh, experiences to, to, to work with. Um, I graduated in 99, had worked for a sports internet company called Fans Only uh, for about a year and a half. Um, had worked for an event marketing company and uh, eventually ended up with the Columbus Crew, uh, which I was there for, uh, for seven and a half seasons overseeing uh, broadcast and, and sponsorship. Um, and I've been now here with uh, Learfield IMG College for 10 years. Um, our roles have all kind of changed over the years. Our staff's grown. I think we're at 14 folks now on staff, um, but I'm currently on the sales side of the house. Uh, so I'm a senior manager of business development um, and then also help with some of our media partnerships as well um, with Radio Ohio and 97.1 The Fan, uh, WBNS 10 TV uh, and Fox Sports Ohio. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. How about you, Courtney? Um, for me, so for lack of a better term, this is my first real job. So my career journey is kind of comprised of a series of internships that I took part in. So I started my college uh, career at the University of Dayton, actually played soccer there. Um, midway through my sophomore year, my playing career kind of ended, ended due to injury. Um, so I felt like I was kind of behind the eight ball in terms of experience because I just kind of seen college sports from the lens of an athlete. Um, decided to, to come home to Columbus and finish out my degree at Ohio State. Thought there were more opportunities for me here than there were for me at the University of Dayton. So actually connected with Mike Penner, who um, got me an internship in event management right away. Did that while uh, kind of going into the summer of my junior year took on a responsibility with the Columbus Eagles, which is a WPSL women's soccer team in Columbus. Um, it was technically a, a marketing position and then turned into a facilities, ops, marketing, budget, all of that. So um, definitely a handful, but one of the best experiences I could have had just because it helped me dive into so much. Um, so did those kind of jointly and then decided to add more to my plate when I was asked to coach high school soccer. Um, a little different, different part of the sports field, but definitely gave me the ability to kind of see things from a coaching lens as well. Um, did those things for, for about two years and then had an opportunity to intern with the IMG property at Ohio State. Um, so jumped on that because sponsorship was transparently something that I didn't really know anything about. And it was a very unknown territory for me, but it was something that I, I wanted to learn more about. I'm very, very glad I did. So finished uh, my bachelor's in 2017, decided to stay for my graduate degree, um, was interning during the process and midway through my graduate degree, um, the Ohio State Sports Property had some internal promotions. So that opened up a job uh, for a coordinator position. So everything kind of fell together there and, and here I am. 
Cool. What's kind of like your role within IMG? Like what's your, your, your tasks on a day-to-day -day basis? Yeah. So I've been very fortunate that my role has changed a little bit. So when I first started, um, I am on the fulfillment team and, and primarily it was uh, fulfillment driven and service driven and retention driven, um, kind of making sure that all assets are delivered upon and, and working with athletics to manage that relationship um, from a scripting perspective and things of that nature, because I do have um, an interest in getting into the sales world. My role has shifted a little more. So I am more ingrained in the sales process. So um, I help four of our sellers uh, with their accounts. And that includes, like I said, renewals, um, retention, new business, things of that nature. Cool. Go Flyers. Go Flyers. <laughs> um, Chad, can you like kind of expand on uh, the relationship between like Learford IMG and Ohio State Sports Properties and, and the university, uh, the athletic department, like what that look, kind of looks like? Yeah. So we are entering year uh, 12 of our relationship with, um, with the university or we will be entering it. Uh, we uh, retained the rights in June of 2009. Um, the, uh, you know, the deal structure initially was very much a traditional structure of a, you know, large guarantee kind of upfront um, with the ability for us to share revenue kind of on the back end. Um, it was really the bringing together of, a lot of other rights holders that were in the space already. Um, the dispatch printing company used to do the game program. Okay. Um, Jack Schramm productions used to do the coaches TV shows. Um, the fan and radio Ohio actually managed the radio network. Uh, and so it was a way for all of us to, to, or to work together to kind of bring all those assets together under one umbrella. Um, radio Ohio or the fan is actually a partner in our venture, which is a little bit unique probably from other places. Okay. Um, so we, you know, between Radio Ohio, uh, Learfield IMG College, um, we manage Ohio State's uh, multimedia rights. And for for uh, fans, they wouldn't necessarily know that we exist because uh, it's it's very seamless. The only time you would probably hear uh, that ID is if you're listening to a game broadcast and hear Paul Keel say you're listening to Ohio State football from Learfield IMG College. Sure. Um, yeah. It seems like a model that's kind of spreading or has been spreading for some time now, kind of throughout the country um, with a lot of other schools as well. Yeah. Yeah. We, we look at ourselves as kind of anything that's uh, on the commercial side of the house for athletics, uh, we would have involvement in. Gotcha. So certainly not, you know, advancement or development, the university's handling that, um, you know, the TV rights are obviously tied to the big 10 network and, and the mm -hmm. conference, but really anything else that you would see from a, use of intellectual property from a license promotion standpoint or an official designation um, or any type of in-market promotion, uh, you know, we would be involved with helping structure those uh, on behalf of the university. Okay, cool. Thanks for, thanks for providing some clarity. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Courtney, we'll start with you on this one. So what are some of the challenges in your role and then what do you enjoy most about your role? Yeah. So some of the challenges, um, I, I personally am a little bit of a people pleaser. Um, I have a hard time telling partners no. So for me, sometimes I really struggle between that balance of providing additional value in partnerships versus giving away things for free. Um, however, I have been able to, especially during this time, kind of integrate myself into some of those tougher conversations so I get more experience there. Um, in terms of things that I love, honestly, the people are great. Um, we have a great staff, we have great partners. I feel very fortunate to have come from the university side with working with event management. So I had a lot of those relationships coming into this with, with them and with fan experience um, with facilities. So that was kind of nice. And, and to continue those relationships is, is a highlight for me. 
Um, and then overall, I mean, I grew up in Columbus. I grew up a huge Buckeye fan. And to be able to come to work today and represent this brand is just a blessing in itself. So sometimes I overlook that and things get stressful. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. It's one of my favorite parts for sure. That's great. Chad, what about you? Uh, yeah, I guess focusing on things I enjoy. I love game day. I love the, just the energy on game day. Um, I think that's hard to replace for anybody who's in this field. I think we, if you can't get excited for game day, then you're probably in the wrong business. Uh, well said. But, uh, but that, that's a cool feeling that I just don't, I never get sick of. Um, and then I love completing the sales process. You know, I love prospecting or finding someone that you think is a really good fit for, uh, for the university and for what we do. And then seeing that all the way through, um, completion and, and then execution of the deal and ultimately success for the partner. I just think that's a really cool um, process to be a part of. And um, as Courtney mentioned, we have a, a great staff who's very collaborative and there's a lot of people who are involved with that, but that's our, certainly our focus on a, on a, on a day in and day out basis. Um, from a, from a challenges perspective, uh, you know, we, I mentioned that we got the rights in July of 09, you know, Ohio state sports properties is very mature. Um, it's, you know, people in Ohio have heard of us. They've heard of Ohio state, right? So I think in many, many ways, they've either made a conscious decision to partner with, uh, the university or, or not for whatever reason that may be. And so, you know, continually trying to find ways to reinvent ourselves and, and making sure that we're, um, for lack of a better term, kind of the tip of the spear and making sure that we're leading the charge, um, for, uh, for sports marketing in the state's really important because we have obviously strong competition when you think of uh, the NFL teams and Major League Baseball teams and the Cavs and others um, in the state. So just staying out in front as much as possible um, can, be, can be challenging, but that's exciting. Um, and then probably the, bi the bigger challenge we have is, um, you know, the school has been awesome, uh, collaborative, again, it's a unique relationship, but we don't work for the school. And that's different than pro sports, where in pro sports, you know, you're, um, you're part of the team. Here, we're treated like we're part of the team, but we're third party. And so there's just, you know, there's just, um, in essence, you have three people you have to make happy on every, on every deal that happens. You need to make the, the I mean, we want to make sure we're representing the university in the best way possible. We need to make sure that we're, that the partner is satisfied and, and feels like they're getting the return. Uh, and then we got to make sure that our company feels <laughs> that it was worth yeah. all the time and effort uh, to make that happen, um, which is a little bit different and unique than, than probably in the pro sports space. Yeah, no, I'm glad you, glad you called that out. That is kind of a unique relationship to have for sure. Um, you know, one of the reasons we're doing this project is, is COVID-19 has canceled a lot of the internships and, and obviously like sports are trying to get back up and running, but how has it kind of affected your guys' day-to-day -day work and kind of the, kind of the outlook on, on sponsorship? Yeah, I, you know, certainly, I think loss of, a little bit of loss of revenue in the short term, like everybody, I think still trying to, to quantify what that number is. Um, and then trying to figure out, you know, a lot of a lot of conversations with partners, as as Courtney had alluded to earlier, yeah. just how do we how do we continue to, um, to stay in contact with folks to make sure that if there was an asset or something that we couldn't deliver because of the stoppage that we're finding a way to, to make good for that. Um, and that we continue to deliver value for them. Um, that's kind of the short-term pain. I think long-term, it's just going to create opportunity, right? Like, we'll, like everybody else, we're pivoting, we're doing things differently than we did before. And um, uh, 
and certainly Courtney, probably you can speak to that too, not to put you on the spot, but you know, we're creating new platforms. We're leveraging our digital assets differently to find new opportunities that we weren't doing, you know, the three months ago. Sure. Uh, to chime in too, I think from an asset perspective, it has forced us to be creative. Um, it's also forced us, us to pull the bandaid off with kind of new platforms and new integration, like Chad mentioned with, with digital assets and things of that nature. I was actually at a, at a meeting earlier today where one of our partners voiced concern about the attendance and getting eyeballs on signage. So um, we've have, had to be really creative in terms of how we make good on, on some of these, these assets that at the end of the day, we know game day is not going to look the same as it has in the past. Um, so have, being proactive in those conversations and, and figuring out how we move forward in a way that's beneficial for not only our partners, but for us as well. Um, I think we have internally be able, been able to create a kind of advanced team who has been looking at, at how we, we, re, re, we revamp some of our assets moving forward. So this has been a long time coming that started in March. Um, so we're having weekly discussions on, on what the fall looks like and kind of where we see ourselves moving forward from an asset perspective. Yeah, what's the saying? Necessity is the mother of all innovation or whatever. So it's kind of like forced a lot of people to kind of pivot and like, Hey, we still, you know, we love our jobs. We, you know, we think we're doing really great work. Like we need to figure out a way to be able to keep providing this to our clients. Um, that's a, that's an awesome point. I was going to say, I think it's also going to open up a lot of doors and we're improving our assets moving forward. So even five years from now, I think there are, we're going to look back and say, you know, honestly, we're grateful that, that we are put in this scenario because we're able to provide more value for our partners as a result. Yeah. That touches on Chad's, you know, one of the challenges that you mentioned is being around for since 2009. And, and this is definitely making you guys kind of rethink things a little bit and being, being a little bit more innovative than you may have been uh, having a, a normal year. Yeah. So switching topics a little bit. So a topic we've discussed in, in class a lot is the NIL or the name image and likeness rules. So what role do you see Learfield IMG college playing in this discussion as the new rules evolve? Yeah, I, can yeah, I think I, oh, oh, go ahead, Courtney. <laughs> okay. I was going to say when I view this from a former student athlete perspective, I think there are going to be, there's going to be a learning curve in terms of education. I think a lot of companies are going to come in and not realize that, intellectual property and use of marks plays a role in this game. Um, and I think we're going to have to do our due diligence in monitoring that because I think you're going to see a lot of, of new companies who are saying Ohio State quarterback versus just quarterback and kind of stepping outside what they have the rights to do. Um, so I think that's going to be a challenge for us. I also think there's going to be an opportunity for us to get new partners as a result because a lot of these, these brands are going to see the power of IP. Um, and kind of come to us and say, hey, look, we want to do this endorsement with this player, but we can really amplify things through you. So I think we have the opportunity to generate some new business as a result. Awesome. Yeah, I was just going to add to that. I mean, for, first and foremost, I think we all want to be a resource, whatever that means, to the school, to the student athlete, sure. to the sponsor. And to Courtney's point, I think, the, uh, I think we're all excited about the opportunity because I think it strengthens the relationships we have where now that they could potentially use the student athlete as a spokesperson um, uh, and or, I mean, I think that certainly more outweighs uh, perhaps the potential detriment that we see as the competition. I think, I think yeah. all boats rise with, with this one. I think it's uh, um, you know, I, I, I'm excited about the opportunity, how we actually facilitate that I think is to be determined still. 
um, and what our actual function will be. But I, I think first and foremost, we just want to be a resource. Yeah, that makes total sense. I know that, you know, coming from my agency background, it's I, I, I put the lens on of how do I protect the student's brand? How do I protect the, the your sponsor's brand? Um, so there's just a lot of things I think to think through when that starts getting going. There'll be a lot of yeah. conversations that I've never been had before. And that'll be, yeah, that'll right. be a, cool, a cool time. Um, kind of switching gears a little bit as well. Like what, what have uh, been some of the highlights of your career so far? I don't know if you want to, want to start with you, Courtney. You have a, a little less to choose from, but... <laughs> <laughs> Like Chad mentioned with, with one of his positive and one of the reasons he loves his job, um, I've been very fortunate to bring on some new partners and, and help in those relationships. And for me, it's I count every one of those as a highlight because I've had the opportunity to, to create those personal relationships in fact finds and then taking it from a fact find to an ideation um, to a pitch and then turning that into fruition is awesome for, for me. Um, and then just seeing how grateful my partners are in that value um, that they're getting as a result of this partnership. That's probably the biggest one for me. I don't think I have any like actual tangible highlights. I'm sure Chad (laughs) is, but (laughs) for me, we're a little scarce over here. (laughs) Uh, It's all right. It's all right. Yep. Mine are all event-based, right? Like I, I don't, uh, it's funny, Courtney, as you said too, I'm I'm thinking myself, like, I guess maybe I should have more of those as my highlights. (laughs) I, I think back to just, I love being in the game, right? Just being part of the experience, whether it's championship teams or unique events. Um, fortunately, I've been around a lot longer <laughs> than Courtney. Uh, but I think like the, like the 98, like the opening of the Schottenstein Center again was just a unique experience when I think of, I don't know how often people get to open a new building, you know, or kind of like a brand relaunch, right? I've never been a part of that, but I've always thought like that would be cool somewhere to be a part of a brand relaunch and, and start from, from scratch. Um, the, uh, the 2003 women's world cup was a really cool experience. Oh yeah. Um, if you all recall the United States hosted because China was unable to due to SARS. Um, and so I, I don't think I realized that maybe the magnitude of that at the time. And now looking back, I really have a great appreciation for it. Just the, it's just cool. You know, it's an international event that, um, that I was a part of when I was with the crew and certainly that's something memorable for me. Um, the MLS cup championship in 2008 was certainly a memorable one. And then um, the, the 2014 CFP national championship, just to see that um, how that all played out that season was, was pretty magical too. Um, but again, I, I, I think back more to, again, to just fond memories as opposed to maybe work, work related things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now the, the international soccer matches, the world cup would have been a really cool thing to, to be a part yeah. of for sure. That'd have been awesome. So who has influenced you the most throughout your career? And I chatter Courtney. Uh, yeah, I'm happy to start. I mean, I, so I've, I've been really fortunate to work with a lot of talented people kind of at every stop. I feel like I've learned from everyone. Um, I was a graduate assistant in marketing when I was in the program and had the, the pleasure of working with Jim Smith, um, who is a 91 grad, I think, of the program. Um, but is fantastic. And he's absolutely uh, been a mentor and influenced me in a lot of ways. I had a pleasure working with him at Ohio state. And then again, at the, at the crew as well. Um, but you know, I think honestly, it's the people around you. I, I look back at the, my class, even just where all those folks are today too. And they're all in, you know, they're all doing cool things, what they want to do in their career. And I feel fortunate that, I would, you know, was able to build the relationship with them then and keep the network alive. Um, and so 
um, you know, perhaps it's a broader um, influence for me than any, than anything one specifically. Sure. I think for me, um, I had a professor when I was at Dayton, um, Dr. Teitelbaum, who his, his classes were always the hardest and he made you do the most ridiculous things. And at the time you, you wondered why, but then looking back, he just set a standard that was so high. Um, and it's, it's something that I've carried with me throughout my career because I understand that this is an extremely competitive industry. Um, and everyone wants to work in sports. It's an awesome, it's an awesome gig, but at the end of the day, you need to kind of take that extra step to be the best that you can be and differentiate yourself from others. So his messaging throughout my entire kind of undergrad when I was there has kind of stuck with me. And I would say that he's probably the most influential for me. Yeah. That's an awesome lesson for people. I hope, I hope that people really get to hear that because that's, that's super important. Um, thinking back to like when you, when you guys were choosing grad schools or looking around, like what was your process like? Like why did you come to Ohio state to do your master's degree? Yeah, for me, it was the, it was the natural next step, I think. And, and I knew that I wanted to, uh, have a career in sports and, and knew that that was the natural next step. Um, certainly the curriculum at Ohio state was great. I was looking at it from what the opportunities are just being in a larger market with a lot of opportunities, whether it's, you know, if you're interested in rec sports, if you're interested in professional sports or college, or, you know, it's a huge, uh, um, lab for lack of a better word, um, that we all kind of have access here too. And so for me, that was really important to, um, that wherever I was going to go, that I would at least have opportunities to kind of get the on the job training. Cool. Mine was very similar. Um, I think that I loved my internship with, with Ohio state sports property so much. And when I was finishing undergrad, I was having conversations with people who I work with now, um, trying to figure out what my next steps were. Um, and I felt like I kind of needed some more experience needed to get a little more time under my belt. Um, I felt like I had built a very strong network in the Columbus community. So my family's here. I grew up here, like I said, so I wanted to stay in Columbus and that was my, my biggest reasoning for, for choosing grad school here. And like I said, I I lucked out and now I get to work here too. Yeah, that's awesome. It's been cool to hear everybody's uh, stories about why they chose Ohio State. There's some people that are are from here and there's some people whose mentors are just like, you need to go to school here. This is where the most opportunities are. If if you just want to explore working in the world of sports. Yeah. Do you have a favorite memory? being a part of the sport management program? I will say that I probably don't have a favorite memory per se, but a lot of the people that I graduated with are still some of my best friends to this day. Um, and it's really unique how you can keep in touch with people. Um, I know it hasn't, it's been two years for me, but um, I went to Nashville and, and, Ken Nagahama, who, who I went to grad school with, is working for the Titans, so we connected. Um, it's kind of cool just to see where everyone is and, and touching base with everyone and kind of how you can, can help someone in their professional career. So the friendships, I think, will be lifelong, and I'm very grateful for that. Cool. Yeah, likewise. I, I don't have one memory. They're all kind of fond memories, but I, I would agree it all revolves around kind of the, the lifelong relationships that that we were able to build at that time, which are really special still. To yeah. It's one of the kind of bummers of COVID for us is that our kind of like last semester got cut a little bit short. So it's kind of, yeah. it's been, it's been good to have zoom at least to keep in contact with some, <laughs> with some people. Yeah. Um, what's your advice to incoming grad students that might be starting the program this year? Um, how can they get involved in the sponsorship sales and act and activation field? 
I, I can take that one first. I mean, I think just, you know, we've kind of mentioned it a few times, but I think networking with as many people as you can is just mm-hmm. super important. Um, those relationships, again, that you can lean on as, as you kind of grow in your career. And then I would just say create value, however, whatever that means to you. If you can, if you can bring value to, a, um, to an internship or bring value to in a volunteer uh, position or in a full-time position, just ways to differentiate yourself and, 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 um, and again, create that, um, the value that will ultimately, I think, uh, have them consider you if, and when there's a position open, I think, and then Courtney was a great example of that. I think, you know, she, through her, um, through her internship with us, certainly we recognized that, uh, she was talented and someone that we wanted to add to the team. So I think those are just, just getting involved and leveraging your network. I think are probably the two most important things. Cool. Yeah, I've always kind of um, lived my life off of if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Um, and it's opened a lot of doors for me that I didn't expect it to open. So that's my first piece of advice. And then my second piece of advice goes back to something that Dr. Teitelbaum told me when I was at Dayton. And he said, find out what you don't want to do. Um, I feel like I know a lot of people in the sports world who – thought they wanted to be in event management and now they are and they're like what what did I <laughs> or they thought they wanted to be in, in sponsorship and it's just not the best fit for them I personally never had any appetite for sponsorship until I got into it um there were definitely different avenues that and experiences that I did kind of dip my toe in the water and I was like mm, this probably isn't for me so I, I was very lucky to figure that out before I accepted a full-time job um, so for me, it's just always, always like Chad, Chad said, build your network, ask the question, um, and then just try to get as much experience as you can, because it's really going to help shape what you actually want to do. Cool. Yeah. What about, um, your advice for students entering the job market that's been so directly affected by COVID? Would it be similar to like networking and. Yeah, I, would- I think so. Yeah, I think, yeah, no, I think staying connected is just really important, right? Uh, And staying current as much as you can. Stuff is moving so fast, as we all know, with sports starting to restart here. I feel like there's a new plan or a new new update on a negotiation every day. And so just making sure that you're kind of up to speed on that. Again, recognizing where there may be an opportunity for you to fit in. uh, And then just be prepared to go when you get the green light, um, I think, would be the three things I would focus on. Yeah, that's great advice. I think I would just add, um, be patient and positive because getting a job in a normal world is hard enough. <laughs> You're going to hear no a lot more than you hear yes. Um, so just kind of have a positive outlook and, and be patient because the right thing will fall into place. Cool. That's, that's awesome advice. Um, what role do you see Ohio State sports properties and maybe the field of sponsorship in general and furthering the conversation and, and making, you know, real positive change when it comes to race inequality, the conversation that's so huge right now? Yeah, I think with certainly within our own company, it's become a greater focus as I think it has been within it, when I think of Learful IMG College in general, as it has in every company, um, which has been great. And then ultimately, much like the name image likeness, I mean, we want to support the university's initiatives however we can, um, which we know will ultimately help the student athletes achieve their dreams and goals. And, mm-hmm. and so I think, you know, we often look to see how, you know, we often take our lead from the university on a lot of things anyway. And then if we can, if we're able to bring sponsors with us to help accentuate that, if it's appropriate, 
Uh, I think those that that would be our our natural avenue, but we would obviously look for the for the school um, sure. to to lead the way. Cool. I think also at a at a local level, Ohio State Sports Properties is very fortunate to be very diverse with representing different races and genders. Um, so I think just kind of leading leading our company in that regard and. When you look at the big picture, at the end of the day, I'm probably not going to have any say with who gets hired as a GM at Michigan, but um, I, I, I may have some say in kind of hiring or looking at more, a more diverse candidate pool if a, a job were to open up here locally. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for that. All right. So we're going to get into some harder questions now. Um, so, Courtney, I know you said you're from Columbus, but what would you say your favorite restaurant is in Columbus? Okay, so this isn't like the sexiest restaurant of all time, um, but I grew up in Westerville, and I love Italian subs, by far my favorite food, and there's a little place on State Street called Yogi's Hoagies, and they have the best subs, hands down. Good choice, good choice. <laughs> Chad, do you have one? Uh, Planks uh, would be my, my go-to place. The beer or the pizza? Both. Both, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fair um you know we talked about a little bit about mentors earlier but who is your your role model I, you know i thought actually i I've, I've thought about this long and hard i think um i don't know that i have one specific person i think it's just kind of um leaning in on the values that my my parents instilled and then just cool. trying to continue to be better i know it's a, a used phrase often but how do you be a better version of yourself right so yeah in my case, how do I how do I become a better father, husband, colleague is kind of my focus. Um, so not one specific person. That's awesome. That question was actually really tough for me too. Um, and I also thought about it long and hard. Um, my dad was the first person who came to mind though. He was probably, he, he's very Dr. Titlebaum like, he was very tough on me um, my entire childhood. And, and looking back at the time, I didn't like it, but um, <laughs> looking back, it definitely helped shape me to who I am. Um, I also think I had a handful of coaches. I had a club coach, Muhammad, who whenever I was kind of, when I was down, he was the one to give me that confidence to, to lift me back up. So I've definitely had a series of people come into my life and instill their belief in me. Um, and that's been super instrumental in, in where I have, where I started and where I am now. That's awesome. Thank you. Yeah, so it's safe to say that we're all into sports. So who is your team or teams? So I, I, I know it's the Buckeyes, clearly. Um, but I, you know, I, that is, that was more, I was always more of a college fan growing up than a pro fan anyway, so that, that's actually true for me, um, which is cool. Okay. I used to be probably – I was like that really obnoxious Ohio State fan <laughs> Um, my sister went to school in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and we had to drive through Ann Arbor, and I always put a Go Buck sign in the window at, like, eight years old. Um, <laughs> so awesome. I've filled it out since then, but definitely that that piece of fandom is still there for me. Um, like Chad, I lean more towards the, the college uh, route when it comes to sports, but I am also a Browns fan, so. Okay. Okay. Likewise here, too, I should say that. Okay. So you've had some good and some bad. It's all about balance. Yeah, it's all about balance. That's right. I think we have one more question. Oh, okay. Sorry. So if you weren't in sponsorship, sorry, sponsorship, what would you be doing? 
I think for me, I, I really enjoy media. So I think uh, some type of radio or TV uh, role would be interesting. Um, and then I guess if that wasn't it, I, uh, I, I do love the purity of Division Three athletics. And so the thought of being a Division Three athletic director is very romantic to me. I'm sure it's not, but uh, <laughs> in the sense that it's, I'm sure it's hard work, just like everything else. But, um, you know, I, I, I think that would be a really cool opportunity if, uh, if this wasn't for me. Um, I've always kind of had the desire to work specifically with a team so I could see myself um, either out on the operational side of it. Um, I've also found myself interested in, in coaching. Um, high school coaching and college coaching are very, very different things. Um, but that, that's an avenue that if an opportunity presented itself, I think that's, that could be a good fit for me. What sport? Awesome. Soccer. Soccer. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, like Chad and, and Courtney, thank you guys both so much for being here today. Um, we really appreciate your time. Uh, thank you everyone for tuning into the SMA YouTube channel and we'll see you guys again soon. Thank you guys again. Thank you.